0: Welcome back, everybody, to another jam-packed episode of No Interruptions. With your host, I'm Jabra Tahir. I'm El Zubi.
1: And I'm Bilal Darwish.
0: Wow, what a week. What a wild card
1: weekend. And to say the least, it was wild. But but you just heard, we got El Zubi back. And we talked to a lot Chicago Bears last week. We we're talking about the uh, about the latest rumors about the, uh, you know the GM candidates, the head coaching candidates, and bars never got a shot to give his take, and he just insists he just he says I, the show cannot go on until I give my take on the Chicago Bears. He was so excited last week he had to take a vacation out of the bittersweetness of what has transpired in Chicago. So we all we all have heard the news that the Chicago Bears have officially. Parted ways with
2: general manager Ryan Pace and head coach Matt Nagy. Now, in regards to Ryan Pace, his fallout in Chicago was due to the trade and for the trade-up and draft of Mitchell Trubisky back in 2017. uh, Passing on guys like Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. And then one year later, we all know they make the trade for Khalil Mack. And I don't want to hear that that wasn't a good deal. The Chicago Bears became the best defense in football. And we were really in a win-now mode. But once you made that deal, you really handcuffed yourself to Mitchell Trubisky at, at the quarterback position. We didn't have the cap space to go out and sign a guy in free agency or the draft capital to draft a quarterback in the first round. So that ultimately led to the firing of general manager Ryan Pace. It just never worked out. It never worked out with Matt Nagy in the offense. And now it's time to find the right guys to run this show. And... The two guys I want to talk about in the head coaching search are Brian Flores and Brian DeBole. And I know both of you guys are on the Brian Flores bandwagon, but I'm here to tell you. And we gave Brian Bowl his fair share of criticism when they were going through a slump in the middle of the season, but this guy knows how to adapt and I want him running the show in Chicago. We all see what he's done with Josh Allen the past couple years, Josh Allen, you see him not only throwing the ball, but using him using his legs as a threat in the run game. That's someone I want here in Chicago. But aside from those two guys, I think the dream scenario would be to bring Jim Harbaugh out of Michigan. We know there has been some dialogue between the Bears and Jim Harbaugh. I think that would be a perfect scenario, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens.
0: I know you're all in on the ball. And I'm kind of like half in, half out. I'm, I'm putting my toes in the water. I'm warming up to him as a coaching candidate because the Bills had a very bad stretch at a point in the season. But that offense came out, and they started to look better over the last few weeks of the season going into the playoffs. And it started with them running the ball. Once they started using their running backs, it really, really showed a difference on on his offensive scheme. And it showed that he's able to adapt. This is one of these guys that came from the Bill Belichick system, Bilal's favorite system. He loves Bill Belichick and his guys. So he's a guy that I'm interested in, and I wouldn't be mad if they hired. But I'm not gonna say I'm all in on. I'm more all in on Brian Flores because I, I've seen I've seen him play well. I've seen I've seen the track record. I've he hasn't had much to work with in Miami, but he's made it work. Yeah, he hasn't made the playoffs, but he's had two winning seasons. And he's improved every year as a coach. Whereas ball, he's had his ups and his downs. And he's the only offensive coordinator. And, you know, you just don't know how those guys are going to run a team.
1: Yeah. So the Bill Belichick really disappointed me last week. I don't know. I want to talk about that. But that's besides the point.
2: Real quick, I just want to make my point on, on uh, Ryan Dable. I think, ideally, in a perfect situation, you want your next head coach to be someone That's going to be with your franchise quarterback For the next 10 to 15 years Now we all know that's rare And it rarely we rarely see it in the NFL But I think if you were able to get Brian Dable and he could run that offense And you maybe you keep Sean Desai At defensive coordinator Or even bring back Vic Fangio You don't have to worry about that side of the ball I think that would be a perfect situation Where you don't risk losing your offensive coordinator In a couple of years Because the Bears offense is lighting it up you want you want there to be some stability. You want there to be some stability. You you don't want to be changing offensive coordinators every couple years. So I think I think having Brian Dable there would be a perfect scenario. Um, if you were to go out and hire Brian Flores, and I like Brian Flores, I think he's a great leader. But then you have to worry about getting the right guy running that offense. Bar, if you bring in Brian Dable, you don't have to worry hear about what that you're side saying,
1: of the ball. Bart, I hear what you're saying. But your opinion of Brian DeBall is like Josh Allen's performance throughout the whole entire year. Yes, there are highs in Josh Allen's performance this year. He's had some amazing games, especially last week. He was looking amazing. But there has been weeks he has looked atrocious. And I don't want the Chicago Bears to invest in the stock market. I want the Chicago Bears to invest in a nice, stable coach that knows how to win football games. And who can do that? Brian Flores, Jim Harbaugh, coaches like I know he's not a candidate, but coaches like Mike Tomlin and yes, Bill Belichick just came off a bad week, but coaches like Bill Belichick. And I'm not saying like I obviously we can't get Bill Belichick and Mike Tomlin because they're already coaches at the, for, for different franchises, but when you think of Brian Flores and Jim Harbaugh, those are the type of coaches that you think of, and that's the coach that I want. I don't want the offensive gurus. I've been saying this for. The whole entire season. I do not want the flavor of the month, the flavor of the year, the offensive uh, gurus. I want leaders, people that know how to win football games, and who can turn franchises around. And we've seen Jim Harbaugh, which God knows if he's going to be interested in the NFL, and people like Brian Flores. Guy went 1-7, wins 8 straight, and finishes 9-8. and eight. Those are the coaches I want. None of this, oh, we need an offensive-minded coach. Because when we think like that, who do we bring in? Mark Tressman, Matt Nagy, enough of this. Listen, enough. I want people that with head coaching experience that have won football games and know how to get it done. And if Brian Flores can do that with Tua, and no shade to Tua, but I think that Justin Fields has the potential to be way better than Tua. T.
2: Listen, I would love Jim Harbaugh. That is by far, he is by far my number one guy on this list. But he still has to make that decision if. Whether he wants to leave Michigan And if he does not want to leave Michigan The reason I'm taking Brian Dayball Over Brian Flores Is because of that offensive scheme You see the play action You see the RPO You see getting, the, getting Josh Allen out on the run I think he'd be a great fit And he would really bring out the best in Justin Fields and, Oh and by the way Brian Dayball Put up 47 points on your, on your Bill Belichick Patriots Just last
0: week Listen Bars, we get what you're saying, but we've we've gone to the offensive guru a couple times. two, two out of our And last I'm three telling coaches. you, Brian DeBall is not that. Two of our last three coaches. That's where it kind of scares us. We've had the guys that were supposed to be the next big offensive minds, and it completely blew up in our face. And as soon as Vic Fangio left that defense, you've seen that team shatter, which is why I'm not completely warmed up to the DeBall thing, but I'm not completely against it. The thing is, with a guy like Brian Flores, he's a guy who's came in and hasn't had much to work with as his team, but somehow was able to get victories with subpar play at a lot of positions and a lot of subpar players. But, yeah, here he is. Every every week he comes out, even with the worst. He could have the worst team that week. He's still going to find a way to win. Beat the Patriots twice this year, which not a lot of teams have had success against the Patriots. Beat the Ravens. He's beat a few good teams. He's just a guy that you know he knows how to win football games. Now, granted, it seems like he's going to be going to New York. That's what like the reports are basically pointing towards. But if I can get this guy in Chicago, I'll take him over to Ball.
1: Yeah, and it's like Jarber said. I don't want another science lab in Hallis Hall. No more experiments. I want proven commodities with leadership experience who are football guys and know how to win football games I just my heart does not feel comfortable with Brian DeBall coaching um, the Chicago Bears the beloved Chicago Bears in this city they deserve better and from a management perspective from a front office perspective you cannot mess this up are you ready to give the keys to an uncertainty such as Brian DeBall because he is an uncertainty whereas these other coaching candidates that I have mentioned we know they can win football games
2: Listen, the one thing that I think
1: separates
2: Brian Dable from guys like Matt Nagy and Mark Tresman is his ability to adapt. The Buffalo Bills came into this year lighting it up off on offense. They looked like the best offense in football. And then, yes, they did hit a slump. But what did he do? He adapted. He got back to running the football, play action, getting his quarterback out on the run. That's why I, that's
0: why I think he would be a great fit for Chicago. But Go the ahead. problem is with that is... You don't play football just on the offensive side. You play football on both sides. I
2: think I think Brian Dable would, would be a great leader. Like you mentioned, he ha, he was from the Bill Belichick tree. He's now coaching under Sean McDermott in Buffalo, so he's had these veteran coaches that have been that have been successful in the league for a long time. So I I think he just got like a great resume. And Brian Flores did get fired in Miami. But we know why he got fired. Okay, and it's because he didn't want.
1: It was an injustice. It was that firing had everybody in the NFL world scratching their head. That firing was an injustice. I don't know what the Miami Dolphins were thinking. I think they were just very high on Tua, and he wasn't. That's the speculation that's coming out out of Miami. They just weren't seeing eye to eye. But that firing has no mark on Flores' career or record. He It was not a failure in Miami to say the least.
2: Listen. All I'm saying is, first of all, I would not be against Brian Flores hiring, but I would put. And one more
1: question, Bars. Go ahead. When I said Brian Dayball isn't the guy throughout the season, you came to my side and you agreed that this is an uncertainty and he isn't able to adapt. And I told you after a couple of weeks, now you're just sold and you're ready to buy into Brian Dayball. How do you change your opinion so quickly?
2: I didn't. I didn't. And I told you he came into the he came into this year. The Buffalo Bills were lighting it up on offense, and yes, he did hit a slump. And when he hit that slump, I, along with you, like you said, you said we gave him. You weren't high on we, Dayball anymore. We gave now him our high on. Yeah, any, we gave him our share fair of criticism. Of, of you
1: saying you're not high on Dayball. We ball. gave
2: him our share of fair of criticism. That is true, but the reason I'm back behind this guy is because he was able to adapt. And he just put up 47 points on Bill Belichick. And I'm not only looking at this okay. game. he equals at
1: one. That's one game. I give it to you. I told you. I'm like, not only, I'm not going to make a coaching hiring off one game.
2: I'm not only looking at this game. You look at the throughout the whole entire season, the Buffalo Bills have been a great offense. And you look at Josh Allen. He's continually gotten better every single year of his career. I, you see the development there. And I want to see that development in Justin Fields. I have a question
1: for you. Do you want Doug Peterson to be our head coach? No. Why not? He put up 44 points on Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. That we was, have Nick Foles right now as our backup. That was Frank Doug Wright. Peterson. That was Frank Why Wright. Why not? That was Frank, Doug Frank Peterson Was the head coach, right? Listen, it's his offensive scheme. Listen, from I'm, the not, Andy Reid tree. I'm not. i yeah, Okay, you can say it's Frank Wright, but he, it's still Peterson's team. It's his offense. He, what he says goes. We're not. We blame the head we coach. We went down that road. That we went down
2: the Andy Reid, tro- Andy Reid road, and I don't want to go, go back down that road again. Listen, I'm not bashing Brian Flores I think he would be a good hire I just, I think Brian Dayball would be a better hire And he would get the most out of fields If
1: you're McCaskey right now, Flores says I want to come to Chicago You're going to take Dayball over Flores?
0: Yes, absolutely not
1: I am holding your feet to the fire And if they hire Dayball in four years When we're calling for his job I'm going to play this tape over and over again For you, Barge, remember that I'm
2: going to play it within four years When the Chicago Bears win a Super Bowl
1: Oh, and that I hope to God you do. I hope I'm wrong on this. If they, if the Chicago Bears make this, make this uh, call, you know, hiring a coach based off the flavor of the month once again, and if for for once in their life they actually hit, I'll be super ecstatic. I hope to God that I don't have to play this tape again for you, bars, and that you have to play it on me. Like this is the one time I hope your fanboy self is accurate.
2: This is not. This is biased aside. I told you. I think Jim Harbaugh would be ideally the, the perfect guy in the situation. He would be the f- perfect guy to run the Chicago Bears, but he has, to, he has to want to leave Michigan. If he doesn't, and it looks like the top two guys right now are Brian Flores and Brian Dayball, I think you have to keep in mind that you have a young quarterback in Justin Fields, and you want the right guy by his side for the future to come. And I want Brian Dayball over Brian Flores.
0: There's going to be a lot that comes up over the next couple of weeks when it comes to the Bears head coaching search. It's going to be a lot of interesting stuff. We've heard a lot of different things. Uh, We're definitely going to keep you guys updated on what we hear. But let's move on to last week's wildcard games and this week's divisional games. Let's start off with something that was a little controversial uh, towards the end of the game that actually surprised a lot of us. And let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys losing. I mean, we all had the Cowboys losing, but the way they lost had us all scratching our heads. I mean, what were your guys' thoughts about the way they finished out that game?
2: I mean, I said on air two weeks ago, the Dallas Cowboys, sometimes they look like the best team in football when the offense is clicking, when the defense is clicking. Just like the Buffalo Bills. But when they go up against playoff teams, when they're not playing the NFC least, they come back down to reality. And that is my problem with the Dallas Cowboys. They look good against subpar teams, but when they face a legitimate contender or a playoff caliber team, they just fail to show up. And I'm not surprised by the way that game ended.
1: Yeah, I mean, we had San Francisco winning that game, and Jimmy G almost gagged that game up and blew it, anyways.
0: I'm specifically talking about the QB draw at the end of the game. I mean, that call was just atrocious in my eyes. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to know the rules. Like, I don't understand. Your job, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play football. You should know everything about the sport. And if you had a timeout, it'd be a smart play, but you didn't have a timeout, and. Despite the fact you didn't have a timeout, you still had to know to give the ball to the referee so you could have enough time to spike it and have one more play. I think it was a very questionable play call, and I don't know what was going through their head. And Dak Prescott, I think, let me down this year. He let a lot of people down this year. I had him as my 5B quarterback at the beginning of the year. Behind uh, my 5A was Kyler Murray, who also let me down. Well, thank God he let me down because he only got my Super Bowl pick. But that's besides the point. Where, where'd that, you have Josh Allen? He's my 5C. Five five,
2: does he go up to a 5B now?
1: I have to see more. It, it
2: depends. You just put up five, five touchdowns on your uh When I saw that tracks.
1: first drive, okay, that first drive that Josh Allen went down the field and scored, and they had like 10 seconds to throw it, and they got Dawson Knox back of the end zone. Where did I text you guys? I'm like, this week, the 5C Josh Allen has arrived. But next week... I don't even know. Maybe the 10th seed Josh Allen is gonna arrive next week. So that's besides the point. We're here to talk Dallas Cowboys right now, and in the future, uh, our predictions for the playoff divisional round. Yeah, after the injury with Dak Prescott, I don't know what's going on with him. He just completely changed. He, he went from MVP MVP candidate to obsolete, and he had flashes against like the Eagles and the Washington Football Team. But other than that, I don't know what was going on with him. He was atrocious. That was an undisciplined team, 13 penalties. And then on that last drive before like the Dallas Cowboys took the ball back, Gregory had that stupid holding call. Like, what are you doing tackling the offensive guy? He doesn't even have the ball with him. That, I think, really blew the game for them and made them have no chance to win. But yeah, that's a very questionable uh, call. And despite all, the, despite all the hiccups, the Cowboys still had one more chance to win the game, and they blew it. Yeah, I mean,
2: I think you need to fire Mike McCarthy. I said it a couple, a couple weeks ago. Um, you're really, like, you're going to risk losing both coordinators, Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn now, in the off-season. Why? It's just to keep this guy running the show? I mean, I just don't agree with that. Um, I think you promote one of those coordinators, and you try to get this thing back up and running again next year. But, again, they just fail to show up in, in big games against contending teams.
0: Yeah, and you talked about the that stretch, Bilad, where he went um against the Eagles in Washington and he absolutely went berserk. Against that division, I mean that that's one of the easiest divisions in football to win against. Agreed. So, I mean, that stretch isn't very impressive in my eyes, but the fact that you you ran the ball with fourteen seconds left in the game. If you're the like you gotta question Dak Prescott there and the 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 whoever's calling that play. Look, McCart- I don't question Dak Prescott Dak
1: Prescott is paid to do a job and the coach told him to do that. You gotta do it. You but can't say no to the coach. Hold on, hold on.
0: If you're smart in your Dak Prescott, you have to go down before you you're about to get touched. Yeah, you have to go down. For sure. You
1: gotta have a clock you in your head. You have hand.
0: to have a clock in your head. I agree. All the great quarterbacks, what do they do? They have a clock in their head. So I don't think he's taking that step to be one of those these great quarterbacks in the league. He's somewhere in that like the eight to twelve range, but I don't think he's in that top five. He's gotta get that. Yeah, I had him as my minutes. five B, so seven. So yeah, yeah. he's got to get well that. Raised. He's got to get that mentality right. He's got to know what's going on in the game. You got to be smart. Fourteen seconds left. You can't run the ball until there's five seconds left, and then drop. You gotta. You gotta get down with eight seconds left to make sure you have enough time. And you have to find the ref right away. You can't give the ball to your center. You know the ref has to touch the ball f- to for the spot for it to be valid. And if you're not gonna give him room to touch it, that's completely on you for not for not being aware of the situation. I, I agree with you, but we've, we've taken too much time talking
1: about the Bears and um, our reactions to the divisional or to the uh, Cowboys versus San Francisco 49ers game. So I just want to get down to business. This is what we're here for, and that is the divisional round oh, of the on, playoffs. Hold on, hold on, hold
2: on. I, I got to hold on. Just slow down a little bit. There's a couple games that I want to bring up real quick. Um, You had the New England page You thought I would let you get away with that. I'm, well, I'm not going to. You had the New England Patriots upsetting the Buffalo Bills. They lost by next a question. They lost by a final score of forty-seven to seventeen. And then, Jabra, you had the Arizona
1: Cardinals going out and winning the Super Bowl, I believe. Oh, and you had the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. No. Oh, a couple weeks back. No, I said, the- I said, I said, I said the Patriots can make it. They have a chance if they had that. I said they have a chance to make in the Super Bowl. If there's somebody that's going to make it to the Super Bowl with the rookie quarterback, it's Bill Belichick. But that's besides the point. Bottom because-
2: your, your Arizona Cardinals lost by a final score of 34 to 11. I have the Rams winning the
1: Super Bowl, and I've said it in the first episode, and I've been saying it the whole entire year. When you guys were bashing Rams, I said they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. They're my pick, so don't even try to pull it off. Listen,
2: Kyler Murray and Mag Jones each threw for two interceptions in the first round. Look, Both first round look. exits. I'm just not going to let that slide. I have a perfect, to lie to you.
0: perfect first round, by the way. I w- I'm stubborn. Okay, I'm going to stick with my team. I said in the beginning of the year and I was going to stick with it till I died. I was not super confident going into this game. I thought this matchup was probably one of the worst matchups they could have. I mean, this team has played you twice already. They're going to they're going to see you again. I was praying that they would face the Cowboys this week to help get it right. But I mean, it's not shocking to me that they lost. The inner fanboy in me wanted them to win. I'm like Bars, you know. I thought the bear, like, you know, Bars thought the Bears were going to make the playoffs. But, Every year you, make sure uh, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure, but like, <laughs> I'm
2: pretty sure you had them too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every year, Bars thinks the Bears are going to make the playoffs. But, you know, like, I had this. I, I'm a guy that sticks with my guns. So I, I was going to ride or die with the Cardinals. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not surprised after the way they've been playing after the Kyler Murray injury that I died with the Cardinals.
1: Robert, what did I say last week? If the Patriots jump up to an early score and Bill Belichick defenses play like Bill Belichick defenses, they could pull one out in Buffalo. But Bill Belichick defenses did not play like Bill Belichick defenses. That loss was not on Mac Jones whatsoever. They didn't lose because of Mac Jones. They lost strictly because Bill Belichick didn't make the Buffalo Bills punt the ball once. Seven for seven, Josh Allen nearly perfect. I don't care if Josh Allen is the greatest quarterback of all time. That is just, I don't even know what, like, I don't know how Bill Belichick allowed that to happen.
2: I'll tell you how. You had Brian Devil calling, please. Listen. Bring him to Chicago listen, now.
0: Listen. I didn't have faith in, in the Patriots for the sole fact that I just know that if it's going to come down to but Mac Jones— don't pull Jones, the rookie quarterback If it wasn't that, down to it didn't Mac come down Jones. to Listen, that, though. If it did come down to that, I know Mac Jones is not going to outscore Josh Allen. That's fair. We
1: thought I thought 20-17,
0: 23-17. No one saw this coming. That is ridiculous. And we know playoff football is a different atmosphere. And for a rookie quarterback, you got to get adjusted to that atmosphere. Okay, but they didn't it's lose kinda, because of Mac Jones. It's kind of like Kyler Murray, though. Like He wasn't ready for that playoff atmosphere. Just like Mac Jones came in, he wasn't ready. You know, but the Cardinals the the didn't allow seven touchdowns.
1: the The Rams punted. They made the Rams punt, and they stopped them on a couple of drives. Actually, there's some hiccups in that Rams game. Like the Rams should have had more points because I think the Cardinals they played way worse than the score. Per, uh, way, way, way. They excuse me. The cardinal, the score didn't. Game. Yeah, the cardinal, the score did not tell the story. It was way worse. I think they should have lost like forty-five to seven. That's how bad the
0: game looked. No, it was a her- terrible game. But that's my thing. I couldn't pick the Patriots because I can't trust Mac Jones if it comes to a shootout to beat Josh Allen. There's just nothing that tells me that that's going to happen. But that's enough for these wild card games. Let's get into the divisional rounds. Yeah, let's for talk sure. about the games that we have coming up this week and here starting off with your no interruption games of the week Bengals, Titans, Bars, you're on the hot seat.
2: Man, this game is tough. I actually had to think about this one for a while. So we all know Derrick Henry's coming back. We don't know how how healthy he's going to be. Is he going to be 100%? We'll see what happens. But I have Joey B Getting it done I told you the Bengals are hot I said it a couple weeks ago And they lit it up last week And they're going to do it again I got the Cincinnati Bengals pulling off the upset Against the Tennessee Titans
0: Look I don't know if you guys remember In the beginning of the year when I told you guys the Bengals were going to win this division And they were going to get better as the year went on I don't even think you guys Who didn't have the Bengals making the playoffs? I had
1: them making the playoffs I had them in the wild card
0: I don't think Bars had to make in the playoffs.
1: And had Lamar Jackson not gotten injured and all the, all that stuff going on in Baltimore, I think they would have...
0: Who knows? Have Who knows? Cr- 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 it's the NFL, any given Sunday. Yep, I agree. Joe Burrow has just been on a tear lately, and he's got the eye of the Tiger right now. He's focused, he's ready to go. And He's got I, the eye of the Bengal. Eye of the Bengal, there you go. And I think there's nothing that's going to slow him down this week. Yeah, Derek Henry's back, but at the end of the day, I believe that he's just going to play that much better than Ryan Tannehill, and they're going to come out and they're going to take this game. I mean, <clears throat> Joe, Joey B has has been uh, he's going to be smoking a cigar at the end of this game, going to the AFC Championship game, in my opinion.
1: You know who's also another great coach who played for Bill Belichick? Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel, and one has Mike Vrabel ever asked Ryan Tannehill to win them a football game? Never. And honestly, kudos to Ryan Tannehill. Derrick Henry went down and they, you know, they pulled off a stretch of wins. And they finished 12-5 and and they got the first round buy out of nowhere. They stole it. So kudos to Ryan Tannehill. I give credit where it's due. But it's not going to come down to Ryan Tannehill versus Joe Burrow. It's going to come down to the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Tennessee Titans. And if if I have to bet, if I'm a betting man, I'm putting my money on the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry... He's a beast. He's gonna come back with a vengeance, like he never lost his, sp- like he never lost a step. You just saw how Cam Akers came back from an Achilles tendon tear, who which just happened in July. I have faith that Derrick Henry's gonna come back even better, and that defense is gonna show up. And I'm not gonna say they're gonna shut down Joey B, but they're gonna rattle him a little bit, and it's gonna be a close game. But I have the Tennessee Titans edging it out and going to the AFC Championship once again after the, and when they were just there two years ago. I mean, I would, I would not be surprised. I
2: said the Bengals arrived a year early, and they are playing on fire right now. But if Derek Henry, like you says, comes back, and he's 100% and he lights it up, it's going to be hard to stop him. But I'm going with the hotter team right now. I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sticking with the Bengals. You don't know what you're going to get from the Titans.
1: No contingencies. Make sure. No, no. Yeah, yeah. No. Bars, bars sure is on the Bengals.
0: Yeah. He, he's playing, so it doesn't matter. All right. Let's but go to the next of, But at the end of the day, I just have too much faith in Joe Burrow right now. Let's go to the Niners uh,
2: Packers, a team that has had Aaron Rodgers' number for years. Could you guys see an upset come, happening this week?
0: Man.
2: I just gave you my pick first. I got my pick. I
0: have been back and forth on this game. I have been ping-ponging back and forth. And I think I'm going to go with the king of making it to the NFC Championship game. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to get there at least one more time. The 49ers are one of the, the toughest teams to beat in the NFL. They're just that stingy team that always sticks around no matter what. And they will give a game to any team. But I just have faith in a cold Lambeau field that Aaron Rodgers is going to get it done. And it pains me to say it because I hate seeing the Packers win, but Aaron Rodgers is just that guy and I have him winning it.
1: If this was the NFC Championship, my pick would be completely different. But it's not the NFC Championship. It's the divisional round. And... The injury report has Jimmy G on a sprained right shoulder, his throwing arm. Jimmy G, totally healthy, doesn't have the best arm in the world, doesn't make the best decisions. And uh, Warner, he got that sprained ankle. I don't know how healthy he's going to be coming back. Bosa had that concussion. Um, Hopefully he he, he, uh, clears concussion protocols. But anyways, there's just too much adversity right now going on in San Francisco. And... Like you said, Aaron Rodgers is the king of making it to the NFC Championship. Not the king of making it to the Super Bowl. Making it to the NFC Championship. And I'm going to have... That team is just too stacked. They're going to pull this out after a nice rest. And they're going to go to the NFC Championship.
2: Look, I would love to see an upset in this one. I would love nothing more than Aaron Rodgers to get pissed off by another early exit in the playoffs. But I think home field advantage plays a big factor in this one. And I, I do agree that the Niners are going to gonna stay in this game and they're going to tough it out, but at the end of the day... Are oh, you on the Niners? No, at the end of the, the day, Niners? home field advantage in Lambeau, Aaron Rodgers finds a way to get it done and gets it back to the NFC Championship.
0: And look, I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers win, but the only way I can see the 49ers win is if George Kittle and Debo Samuel are just going crazy on another level. It's going to be definitely one of those games that you wouldn't be surprised if the other team won, and you know which team's better. But it, it's, it's going to be a damn good one, I'll tell you that. That brings me up to our next game. Bar, start us off with the Rams and Buccaneers.
2: So I told you, I actually had this game in the NFC Championship earlier in the year when we made predictions, and I did not want to see it happen this early. Now, Tampa Bay... Has a lot of injuries Not just their weapons But like you mentioned earlier The defense dealing, is totally healthy They're though. dealing they're with some injuries on the O-line I understand that and The LA Rams are getting hot at the right time So the odds are against Tampa Bay But you know what they say When the odds are against Tom Brady You still bet on Tom Brady to win I'm not betting against him Tom Brady will get back to the NFC Championship
1: There's a couple teams that have had Tom Brady's number Regardless of Tom Brady's overwhelming success throughout his career, he has his kryptonite. His kryptonite is Nick Foles, Eli Manning, the Saints, and and the Los Angeles Rams. There's one thing about Brady that rattles him, and that is intense pressure from a great defensive line. Aaron Donald... That he's gonna rattle that offensive line, especially that since they're right guard or the left guard, I can't remember which side of the ball he plays, but they don't know if he's gonna be totally healthy and he's gonna be back. And they're gonna they're gonna rattle Tom Brady and he's not gonna be himself. And those are the type of teams that Tom Brady struggles against. Like the Saints. What's what's their common factor? They have a great defensive line with Cam Hayward and the rest of the boys. So I think they're going to have his number once again. And we've seen Tom Brady lose twice to a team. He's lost to Eli Manning twice. And he's going to lose to the LA Rams twice. And my Super Bowl pick, the LA Rams are going to steal this victory. Well, I wouldn't say to steal. It's, it's honest. But they're going to win this game. And they're eventually going to make it to the Super Bowl and hold the Lombardi Trophy. I said over and over again throughout the season, the greatest show on turf is back. Showtime is back in LA. And the show is just getting started.
0: Look, if there's one thing I learned in my life, it's never bet against Tom Brady. Because you know what? There's a great chance you're going to be right. And look, you said the Saints have his number. But... Last year when the Saints had his number, what happened in the playoffs? He beat the Saints. Drew Brees wasn't being Drew Brees, but okay. But at the end of the day, if you're going to tell me that this could potentially be Tom Brady's last year...
1: That Giants team, what was the common factor? They had Strahan and them boys. I'm telling you, there's there's
0: something... No, it's true. When he gets rattled, he's not Tom Brady. But this is one of those years where Tom Brady... Could be in his last year. So Tom Brady's gonna go out there and he's gonna give it his all, I think, and I think it's really gonna show this week. And I think there's there's gonna be nothing stopping him from making it to the NFC championship game. So in my opinion, I, I can't go against Brady in this one. I think just it's just too sweet for him to lose. But Daddy, you've been telling us
2: for months if you know two things about football, you don't bet against Bill Belichick and you don't bet against Tom Brady. You didn't bet against Bill Belichick last week, and it didn't pay off for you. Meg Jones and, the, and your New England Patriots took an L, but now you're telling me you're betting against Tom Brady. Tom
1: Brady is a human. He's shown he's lost in the past, and there's certain teams. Every every great player is gonna have a kryptonite, and this is his kryptonite. A great a great pass rush, and I think that I told you the greatest show, the greatest show on turf is back. Showtime is back in LA. And yes, Matthew Stafford and the Rams are going to win this game, bars. And they are my Super Bowl pick. I know you're getting sweaty. I know you're getting nervous because I might be right on this one. All right. But that's besides the point. Let's move on to a huge game. Your boy Brian Dable, your boy Josh Allen, my 5C quarterback, the Buffalo Bills. And the guy that you called a bust, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you got, Bars?
2: So we talked about, I talked about the Rams and Tampa Bay being my NFC Championship pick. This was my AFC Championship pick. The Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Two powerhouses going at it. But at the end of the day, talking about sticking to your gun, I'm sticking to mine. I'm rolling with Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. They're coming back for revenge, and they're not only going to win this game, they're going to the Super Bowl this year. Mark it down.
0: This is another one of those games that keeps me up at night because I just don't know which way it's going to go. Both of these offenses can absolutely go crazy, and it wouldn't surprise either one of us. This game can end up 48-45 to 45 for all we know. It's it's going to be an exciting one. It's going to be one that we're all going to watch And we're gonna and it's gonna I think it's gonna come down to the last possession. But there's something just telling me that this year it's gonna be Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes. And they're they're gonna take they're they're just gonna win this one. I don't know what it is, but I'm feeling a Buffalo win. Buffalo has shown to have beaten Kansas City easily before. Yeah, let me just remind you, that before you make your pick, we did
2: see a preview of this matchup earlier in the year when Buffalo came out on top 38-20. to Brian Dayball has that offense running right now, and that defense is also playing good. They're getting hot at the right time. I would not want to pick against them.
0: And Kansas City, just like one week can look amazing, and the next week can look horrible. If their defense doesn't show up, I, I just can't see them winning this game.
1: Look, I get it. I get why you're going to choose the Buffalo Bills. After they came off that remarkable performance, and actually the Kansas City Chiefs are positive 2.5. So that what they're saying, the odds makers are pretty much saying if they were on a neutral site, the Buffalo Bills are the better team. And I get it, they have the number 1 defense. But the thing is, and they did get, you are bars, they did get a victory early in the season. Where the Bills beat the Chiefs but at the time the Chiefs were 3 and 4 they had one of the worst defenses in the world or in in the NFL And like, you,
2: and you just but, saw what they did to Bill Belichick's defense right, last week. Let me
1: just let me get to my point. Let me try to get my train of thought back. But yeah, at that time you were bashing Patrick Mahomes for having 10 interceptions. Do you know what he finished the season with? 13 interceptions. So he's thrown 3 ever since that. He's had a remarkable QBR He's had amazing stats. He's putting up Patrick Mahomes' stats. And the defense has definitely been cleaned up since then, where they're amongst the top defenses in the league. And who is the? who do we say is the best quarterback in the league? Yes, Tom Brady, but also that guy, Patrick Mahomes. Not this year. Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Josh Allen, most definitely. And not only that, can I count? On the 5-seat Josh Allen showing up two weeks in a row? No way. But I can count on Patrick Mahomes showing up. That's why I have the Kansas City Chiefs making it to the Super Bowl. Or, I'm sorry, making it to the AFC Championship once again for a fourth straight year.
2: And that's all we got for today tune in next week for another episode of No Interruptions. Until then, with your host, I'm Bari El Zubi.
0: I'm Bilal Darwish. And I'm Jabra Taher. Peace out.